Today is May 1st, 2020. Happy International Workers Day. Welcome to the Generic Board Game Podcast, all the board gaming content you could possibly want at a fraction of the price. I'm your American host, Philip Millman. And I'm your European host, Victor Gannon, or Vic from NaveCon, or what used to be NaveCon before the lockdown. And we'll be NaveCon again soon. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope to be coming to NaveCon and joining, assuming... Ireland lets Americans back into their country. Yeah, that'll happen. The um, what, <laughs> you've kind of dirtied your beef on that one. The what I was going to say is actually there'll be a lot of people looking forward to meeting you at that that have kind of befriended you on the various chat groups of NaveCon and so on. International Workers Day? Uh, not familiar with that. That's a uh, American thing. No, it's an actual Soviet Union thing. So, uh, and as well as former Soviet states. Oh. Uh, my wife was born in the Soviet Union or what was the Soviet Union, now is part of Ukraine. And so May 1st, Workers' Day, there's a strike or a a boycott of certain companies here in the United States to help the workers that has been going around on social media. I don't know how successful it was. Really have not been paying attention. But it is technically International Workers' Day among the commies. Communists. Uh, <laughs> so, so with all that silliness, how you been doing? In uh, pretty good. I have to say, there are a lot of people. A lot of there's very few workers in Ireland, but there's loads of employed people. Um, two completely different things. Uh, I've been pretty good. I'm Ireland is still in lockdown, as everyone probably knows. That's in Ireland. Um, or you have a better term for it. We call it lockdown, but we can still go within two kilometers of our house, or we can go to the shops and get essential things like board games and things like that and uh you know we can't have kidding food and consumables and what have you but um beer beer yeah that the, there is that that was a given wasn't it the uh <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't actually drink i know it's still funny <laughs> let me throw something in there um no it's it's you know what really like we said in the last few podcasts we don't have anything to complain about we're healthy, we're happy, you know, we've got our families and so on. And, you know, we can get food and we have a roof over our head. So, you know, we're thankful for that. And we can game online, which is a big thing. And that's something we're going to talk about this evening. What about yourself? How have you been? I've been doing well. Uh, Very busy, Mm -hmm. very, very busy with my new responsibilities dealing with uh, Congress, and there's been a lot of new legislation that has come out that's been signed by the president that requires my agency and the companies that my agency oversees to <clears throat> help out American homeowners and, and with mortgage forbearance. So I've been spending a lot of time uh, helping out to explain the mortgage industry and what's been going on. So I've been, I've been actually very, very busy. I've been working 12, 13 hours uh, a day and because I also have other responsibilities that need to get done as well. Some of which I can't talk about, or I would have oh, to God. kill everybody who listens to this. Yeah, nobody exactly. listens. So this is this is a secure yeah. channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, as we post this yeah. to the internet. Um, but but the most part of it's been going well. I mean, yesterday I was I was talking to my mother on the phone, just seeing how she was doing because she's in Florida. Fantastic. At one of these over, at one of these over five fifty five communities, and right after the call, next thing I know, my wife's waking me up for dinner. Wow. I just like zonked out. I mean, I guess that's partly because I'm I'm ancient and I'm a good fifty years older than you. Yeah. At least chronologically, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say maturity, but that wouldn't work. But 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 overall, I'm doing all right. 
Oh, that's good. No, I can see you there in video. Nobody else can. And that, that we're both suffering from a lack of haircuts. Um, but yeah, yeah, I reckon. And, and I haven't shaved. I have not shaved. I got, I got a good beard going. Yeah, that, that works. I haven't shaved for like a month and this is all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my 12-year-old has got a better peach fuzz than I have. You know, I just, just not, you know. Uh, when I was growing up, I really wanted to have a mustache and so on. No. Didn't work out, you know. And if I ever, you know, tr- attempted, my wife just looks at me and goes, "No." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm starting to look like a Jewish Santa Claus. So, <laughs> what have you been? Pl- Let's get back to board games. What have you been playing? I've been playing a considerable amount of Mancala. Um, if you're familiar with it, uh, I, I treaty, I, I occasionally lure my wife into games. And one I lured her into with a really nice treaty printed board was Mancala. Hadn't played it since I was a kid. I was actually quite good at it, and I don't know why. And I'm not bad at it still, and I still don't know why, even though a lot of people kind of look at it and say it's a look-based game. Um, But it's a real kind of coffee table game. Uh, And it's one of these things, you can have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever, and you can play a quick game and knock a game out in, you know, five minutes. And there's a real kind of, let's have another go, you know. Um, I almost beat you. Have you played Finca? Because that's got a really nice Mancala aspect no, to it. No, I have not. And I will talk about that offline with you. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, I've been playing very few, and I have written down solid games here, uh, as in physical games. Railroad Inc., uh, if you're familiar with it. Um, yeah. It seems to be like... Uh, I have kids and so on, and they like board games, but um, actually Hamster Roll, I've played a good bit of, if you're familiar with it. Uh, yeah, I am. Dexterity mm-hmm. game and so on, but nothing sure. nothing big and nothing serious. And part of that is I've been working kind of long hours as well, um, and I'm just finding kind of between that and, and everything else, kind of setting up a game and, you know, getting it all set up and ready to go and then playing it is just kind of like more work to me at the moment but i've been playing a lot of online stuff what about you have you been playing any kind of face to well obviously not face to face but any family games or anything like that i've been playing face to face and online games so my my wife will play board games with me so I've, i have played some games with her uh i've played glory to rome with her oh, wow. uh, and where she didn't where she didn't rage quit this time uh we've played a couple of games of orleans we've played a, a couple of games of underwater cities and another game that we play which is it's what I call a roll in place, you know, where mm. railroad ink is a roll and write. This is a roll in place uh, era, the medieval age, which has really nice little pieces. It's very pretty. If you follow me on Instagram, I've posted a bunch of pictures on it. Mm. Um, and that's at X wall street guy. We'll, we'll put it at the end of the at the end of the podcast too. So I've played that, uh, a bu- I have played uh, some games, you know, face to face online. I've played glory to Rome. I've played four games of that. Uh, I really enjoy the hell out of that game because it's a lot of fun. We had I had one game, uh, which included my buddy Simon, who we've talked about previously. And it was his first game, and he's trying to figure it all out. And this other guy named Pablo, he was about to win it with the Forum Trajadrum card. And I played, a, I played a card where I stole it from him and, and gave him my other card. And he's like, ah, I can't win now. And then I ended the game thinking I had won, but I had miscounted in my friend Simon you know, sort of beginner's luck one. I've played Dominion a few times um, online uh, with another friend of mine named Joel. It was, it's it's a really good implementation of a game that's 
an okay deck builder. There's mm-hmm. so many better deck builders out there for me. And then I am doing miserably in a Baseball Highlights 2045 online uh, tournament. Uh, the difference between an online tournament and a face-to-face tournament is in a face-to-face tournament, you get to keep uh, the, the teams that you build. Okay. So so you're constantly building a good deck to be robust to, to play against everybody. The problem with baseball highlights online is every time you go into a game, it's a de novo game. Okay. Okay. And so you don't have the ability to develop a strategy. Each game, each series is its own independent thing. And so, I mean, right now I have a four and five record. It's very I'm halfway through the, the season. It's very clear. I'm not going to make it to the playoffs because I'm just not. Mm. And, and a lot, and, and everybody I'm playing against is very, very good. And so, if you don't get the quite the draws that you need to even it out so that it really becomes a, a, a more skill based than somewhat luck, it's just it's very hard. So, eh, you know, but I'm enjoying it. I had a I lost today's game uh, four games to three. Uh, the last game I got just absolutely pummeled, but it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of interesting things going on. And and, and, he, and the guy just played perfectly. So uh, that's what I've been doing. Um, also, you know, I've been getting in some Kickstarters. Kickstarters have started to flow again, even in this COVID-19 uh, uh, post-apocalyptic wasteland. Uh, I picked, I got the Endeavor expansion, uh, which means I have to start playing more Endeavor. Uh, I got the Lords. Um, I've signed up for the Lords of Vegas. Okay. Uh, I've also signed up for the co-op version of Clinic uh, by Albin. And I just got in today. Woohoo! my iron clays oh, nice. so on on facebook and maybe on instagram i'm going to do a, a little unboxing just to show you the squee moment that i had today so <laughs> did, have you picked up anything i haven't um actually i think the only thing i've ordered in the last couple of weeks is cockroach salad um uh, not cockroach salad cockroach poker which is like little oh cockroach salad sounded delicious yeah, cockroach salad is oh no 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 this is one i have cockroach um salad and it's this it's a game and that will have your brains leaking out your ears. It's kind of a kid's game. Um, cockroach poker just popped up. Um, I think Amazon knows me uh, very, very intimately. <laughs> and I'm kind of, you know, they'll slide certain games past me in advertisement and go, he's not biting. Let's pass a cheap one. Oh, 10 euros. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, but I haven't really bought anything. I, I'm in for one or two Kickstarters. I have. Um, I have an interest in um, what's it called? Race to Moscow, um, mm. which I, I had race to uh, race to the Rhine. Really liked it. Very different and so on. This is like uh, a version one point five of that. Um, I think, and what I'm really looking forward to, and it looks very good online, is Company of Heroes, the board game. Mm. Uh, I, I big fan, big fan of the computer game um, since it came out. And it just looks right, and I'd say it's a good fit for me. But um, good, yeah. As for physical games, not a whole lot. A lot of online games. Um, in fact, it's it's kind of cool. Um, I know you've joined the the kind of chat group we have, and there seems to be plenty of opportunity and plenty of people out there willing to game. Uh, some of them even get their microphones right and working, which is a prerequisite for jumping on board. But uh, once you get going, a lot of fun. Obviously not as much fun as, but uh, Cthulhu Wars, I've played a good bit of that online. Um, and big fan of Cthulhu Wars. Never played it before, started it, and yeah, it's my thing. Yeah, I'm not a big fan with Cthulhu Wars, and we've had this discussion. Mm. 
like the time where I rolled 12 dice, I only needed to get three successes and I couldn't even do that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I understand why people would like it. Uh, and, and I, but I've never played it online. I've only played mm. it with the physical copy. Yeah. I have a buddy who has everything that Peterson's ever done. Wow. And it, yeah, it's amazing and it's beautiful. And I just, the gameplay is a little broken for me, mm. but you know, if you like it, God bless. And, Keep playing. Yeah. Always be gaming. Always be gaming, even if it's the Wars you don't like it. I played um, <laughs> Imperial 2030, and I'm not sure if you've ever tried that game. It's um, no. really, really good. No, it's, on my shelf of, it's on my shelf of opportunity. Yeah, it's, uh, it's got shares in it. I know that doesn't interest you, you know, but uh, where you invest in countries and so on. But it's a very, very clever game. Works really well online. A lot of games work well online. Um, played Endeavor recently that was really good um somebody had written a properly scripted version of it and all the rules were pretty much there it did all the draws and so on so um and last night uh oh yeah we played king's dilemma and that's kind of mm. what's kind of cool is you can stick a pin in a game and come back to it later on so we've got that legacy game going and there's some buddies who were playing kind of campaigns of different games like um uh, Cthulhu card game where they have that rolling on along with a few other campaigns, but a lot of interest and possibilities. Great. Excellent. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I was supposed to play, I think Endeavor with, with the gents mm. uh, yesterday, but yeah, I know how it is. The time I ended up having, you know, it's just because when you guys start playing, it's still kind of the end of my work day. Sure. And I was supposed to not have, stuff going on and all of a sudden i just got slammed yeah. with a bunch of we can teach you some skills in multitasking between work <laughs> and not working okay if you need to learn those skills we can sign you up for you know like your four-week intensive course and that's wrong finger is it no the uh, it's a chinese one. actually we were going to talk about online platforms yeah this is kind of my thing, but it's also your thing because I think a lot of people have been brought kicking and screaming into the online age and there's a real baptism of fire going on. And it's it's funny, gaming is still essential for a lot of people. It's like musicians have got to play music, gamers have got to game, and board gamers have got to board game. Like it's 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 this thing inside us. Absolutely, with, without a doubt. And one of the things that you showed me is, oh, you should go to this place and that place. All of a sudden, I'm looking at, and there's there's a ton of different online gaming choices. All of them have their pros and cons. <clears throat> and I find myself saying, yeah, you know what? Even though there's a game that's on this particular platform, do I really want to play another, get on another platform mm -hmm. and have to learn it and all that other things? So, I mean, the one that I'm playing the most of is um, Tabletop Simulator, yeah. which, does, which has a, a single upfront fee, but they've got, and they do have some games that cost you money to download, but they have a lot of free games that, that fans just do like glory to Rome, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, a game that I've played probably six times online. Now is a very good implementation. It's a little kludgy because it's not scripted and the bits are all over the place and there's no enforcement of the rules, but it's a lot of fun. And what's really fun and it's oddly satisfying is, is that when someone loses, we have the loser hit the flip the table <laughs> button and you just didn't sit and yeah. flip and all the pieces go everybody. And people are like, this is, you know, I would never do that in real life because it would, it would just freak me out, but this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they will flip the table on tabletopia and I mean, on tabletop simulator. I like it. I mean, tabletop simulator, you, you have to have stream, you have to buy the, the software and then you have to sort of manage its 
rough edged UI. It's not the greatest user interface. I mean, what do you think? I mean, you're you're a professional. <laughs> yeah, just just not in that respect. The the um, I like it. I didn't like it as much. I was kind of torn between it and Tabletopia. I think Tabletopia is a little bit slicker, but Tabletop Simulator, it's kind of like Windows and Mac. Um, Mac is kind of a slicker kind of uh, interface, but Windows is what everybody has. So it's like station wagon. Yeah, and, and, and like a Mac... Tabletopia is more expensive, right? Yep. For the premium version uh, where you can invite your friends and they don't have to have it, it's $10 a month. Mm. And it's 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 just on top of everything else. So that's $120 a year where you know, tabletop where tabletop simulator it's a one-time cost of like 20, 20 bucks or yeah, something, whatever. And the way it goes and, and then there are some games in there. Yeah, I mean one of the funniest ones that I see that costs money is Tiny Epic Western. <laughs> Nobody but me likes it. I mean <laughs> I love Tiny Epic Western, mm-hmm. but it of the Tiny Tiny Epic series, it's you know not that many people love it. Sure. Now they also have Tiny Epic Galaxies for five bucks. Mm. All right, fine, whatever. And five bucks is you know four fifty euro. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. But why would you why would you play that? I mean, you you want a beefier game, I think. So I just think it's a little odd which games. Or cost money, but I, I mean, I do like that Tabletopia has Scythe and it has Viticulture mm. and it has you know, a lot of the Stonemeyer games and it has some other really good games in it. Um, so I'm torn. I, I have not really gone the uh, the Tabletopia route yet. I've also gone into board game uh, arena, which is a lot oh, yeah. cheaper. It's a one one year uh, fee. I think it's like twenty five bucks. It's really not that expensive. Mm. It has a bunch of games and it's getting more games all the time. Uh, the reason I got it is because it had Clans of Caledonia. Have I played that online? No, but I have played Love Letter and a few other small games just so that I could get used sure. to the the UI. Mm. And what's nice about it is it's also more scripted. It, it does do the enforcement of rules like Tabletopia, but again, it it's it's it does not have nearly the breadth and depth that like a, a Tabletopia has. I mean, have you have you been on board game arena? I have. I played a little bit of. Um... Pylos, 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 Pylos. It's the one with the kind of little cannonballs. You stack them on top of each other. It's a French game I've been very fond of. And I lost quite a bit until I realized the French rules are different to the English rules. But, uh, and I was, you know, I used to think I was quite good at the game at one stage. Um, yeah, I like it. I have to say, I kept coming back to Tabletop Simulator because organizing people to get the right software and so on is tricky. Um, I found it's very tricky. Yeah, you, you go and you go, okay, guys, if you want a game, get Tabletop Simulator and get Discord for talking, and that's it. We'll bring everything else to the party. It's like bring a table and a chair and you're fine, or just bring a chair. Uh, the I ca- couldn't see myself persuading everyone in the group to get... Um, tabletopia because to be quite honest i don't think there's enough that justifies the cost even though it's really a case with tabletop simulator that you're getting so much for free too much maybe uh i would be surprised if a lot of the publishers don't kind of wake up and go we're giving our games away free here and you know a year of that people they're going to start switching off games or asking for their ip to be taken down i'd be surprised if they didn't I know some companies like GMT are okay with it because it gets them to test their games. But I mean, you're talking about like fantasy flight games where they have 
every single expansion for every game they have and it's it's all scripted so it's it, it's an interesting one yeah i i fantasy flight's going to be an interesting one first of all um like for for one for one they have you know the battlestar galactica with sure. all of its various uh expansions well fantasy flight doesn't have the ip uh anymore they can't publish it i would really be surprised if they even bother because it costs money to write letters mm. and you have to get attorneys and so forth Frankly, I don't see that as much. Um, I I can see more games being premium on Tabletopia. I'm sorry, Tabletop Simulator, uh, just because they're going to want the extra cash. But, you know, like Glory to Rome, with all the licensing issues that you have with it in the United States, and one of the designers of it who owns 50% of it basically giving the print-and-play version away for free um, on uh, Board Game Geek, you know, yes, it's going to happen to some. I don't think it's going to happen to others, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Mm. I mean, certainly uh, you don't see Scythe or Viticulture or any of the other Stonemeyer games on Tabletop uh, Simulator. And I think that's probably because, you know, Jamie Stegmeyer likes to have uh, tight control over his business, which he should. And, and then on the other side is you have these sort of what I call play by mail or play by email mm. or, you know, asynchronous turns like um, and, and forgive me, I don't speak French. But it's the French website where you can play games like Concordia, but it's done asynchronously. Mm. Everybody puts in their turn and then you wait a couple days for someone else to make your turn. So games can take weeks um, and, and that's not nearly as satisfying. I mean, diplomacy doing that way, fine. Mm-hmm. That That makes sense, actually, because you all can negotiate for a week. Then you email in your moves. Yep. The moves resolve, and then all of a sudden, boom! You know, Russia just over took over Turkey. Yeah. Those Turks were not very good negotiators. Yeah, but they were they were probably really good negotiators. The uh, but they were influenced by France. The um, uh, I, I, had, I, I had, don't trust the French. Yeah, I had um, I I had a friend who played. Now I played diplomacy, as you know, occasionally. And uh, it's usually like a week's turn, but I had a friend of mine who played and it was a three week turn. So there was three weeks of diplomacy and then you took your turn. And he said during the game, one of the players disappeared. And the reason was he died, you know, in mid game. Yeah, actually. They oh, my God. And I, I don't think it was a, a good end either. I don't think it was. Re- maybe it was related to the game. But, you know, with. I think the game took a couple of years to finish, <laughs> you know. We only have so many of those games left in us. Um, but the uh, there are a lot of options out there. But, yeah, you want something a little bit snappier. Um, play by – I did – did you ever play um, play by mail games back in the day? I did. Hmm. Um, this was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, we played. There was a couple of games that I did play. Um, they were some of the low, old Avon Hill games sure. that we used to do play by mail, and what you and some old war games that you would also do play by mail. And I did that um, for about a year and a half. I didn't find them very satisfying because mm. I'd rather do it in person. Yep. So I, I did play a couple of games. I mean, I did finish out the games I started, but I didn't really find them uh, as 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 satisfying. I mean, I guess. Email's a little bit better, yeah, but it's not something that I think I would really want to uh, do unless it was a really special case of some sort. I mean, I'm even playing D and D online, yeah, <clears throat> and it's and 
combat's a little harder because you don't have the miniatures and you don't really have the quite the lineup of where things are and where they should be. Mm-hmm. But I'm making do. Um, there is a a program out there where you, that has a an interesting user interface, and it has a lot of bells and whistles. And it's a really good if you want to put in the time and effort. It's called Roll Twenty, I oh, believe, yeah, or Roll D Twenty. And you make your own maps, and they've got all the little different items that you could put into your maps. You can make towns, you can make dungeons, you can make whatever you want. And then uh, people in the, you know, other people who connect to your adventure can move their characters around and and they have dice rolling. So you can see what the dice rolls are. Mm. The problem, of course, is that two of the members don't have a PC that they really have access to. So they can't really get on it. And it doesn't have a mobile interface that's worth anything. It doesn't exist, essentially. And so, you know, I'm kind of trying to figure out, all right, do I try to go to Roll20 and invest all this time and effort to create these adventures and to, to make these maps? Or do I, I'm just going to wing it and we'll just do it more from a story based and we'll sort of, I'll sort of move people in my head and we'll try to figure it out that way. I think you've answered your own it, question there. <laughs> yeah, go for the second option. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, my storytelling is pretty good. Sure. Despite what you think, even, even, I, I mean, look. Sorry, I nodded off there. What were you saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not, you know, the Irish don't have the, the gold standard of storytelling, you know. Really? Yeah, they're, that's, that's true. Yeah, they're not renowned for, for having, you know, storytelling ability or teaching the world how to read and write. Um, interesting, but uh, the, I'll tell you a, a good one um, is, it's a short story, so moving closer to the mic back in the day. No, when I played play-by-mail games back before the internet uh, in those dark days when I was kind of in school and college, I played a game by email, which I really liked, called World of Vengeance. It was a UK company that did it. But it was what had happened was um, the world had been hit by a virus um, called the Proximity Virus. Yeah, I kid you not. That wiped out most of the population and it took 100 years or 200 years. Everything, civilization had fallen and it had become all kind of Mad Maxi um, and back to tribes and so on. But yeah, it was a proximity virus. That sounds like a role-playing game that I have called Morrow Project, oh, wow. where essentially employees of Morrow, because he knew he was this industrial, rich industrialist, and he knew that the world was coming to an unlikely swift demise, which would crush the uh, civilizations that had developed. Mm-hmm. And so he created these sleepers uh, that were part of the Morrow Project. And you know, one was military, one's recon, one's scientific. And you basically wake up in this world. You don't know quite what's going on. You don't know how long you've been gone. Mm. But large parts of civilization have kind of fallen apart. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to help reestablish it. And it's, it's really a very clever game. They had a, uh, a Kickstarter a few years ago where they re-released a lot of the material. So I was able to pick that up. But it's 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 a very interesting storyline. I don't remember if it was disease related or if it was war related mm-hmm. or some something in between. But it was it was a lot of fun. the The other place where I play a lot of online games, and and this is both on the internet, you know, web based as well as within apps, are games th- playing games through the app with other people. Yep. So, for instance, I was talking about baseball highlights 2045 now baseball highlights 2045 does have a version of it on tabletop simulator Mm -hmm. and it's okay i mean it's got the usual problems of moving cards around on tabletop simulator but otherwise it's fine but i do think uh, that it's um 
that the app is actually a little bit better because of being able to see all the cards. One of the biggest problems with Tabletop Simulator is seeing the text of cards. Yeah. Right. You have to like zoom in and then move it around. So it's not a great platform for that. But on the app, it works well. It, it, with the exception of you can't carry over a team from one game to another, which is what I complained about earlier. But there are other games like that. So um, Star Realms allows for AI or playing with another person over the internet. Yep. Um, Through the Ages allows that, although I have not played that yet. Oh, yeah. But I, need, I need to play that. Uh, another game that you might know something about called Twilight Struggle, I which I also was, have. Yeah. Which is another game that I need to play and lose to you on uh, via the internet. So I, I think the app base is probably the better way of going because those are going to be, you know, they're going to be game specific. So it might be a little bit more pricey. It's usually a one time price. Mm. But then you have the ability to play against other people. You have all your cards. It never really goes away. Uh, assuming that the whoever created the software doesn't stop maintaining it and then it just blows up. But I, I found that to be a, a an easier, more structured way of playing a lot of these games. So there there is something to be that to said for that. Plus, not only do you have it playing against other people, but these apps also have the AI, so you can play it even when nobody else is around. Correct. So I, I kind of like that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know we have this sort of bet. You know, I lose to you at Twilight Struggle, and then you lose to me at Baseball Highlights Twenty Forty Five. Except I, I I plan to beat you on the. <laughs> Whatever. Actually, I I got the app maybe two years ago. I was on holidays and we were doing a, a the whole family. We were traveling around Europe by bus and rail and so on for a few weeks. And I had the app. I didn't have my glasses, and <laughs> it's very small on the phone. Very. So, uh, I kind of gave up on it, but I kind of started to get the idea of it, and then gave up on it. There's an awful lot of nice apps out there. Yes. Through the ages, is one you mentioned, I think. Go out and buy it. Absolutely. Go out and buy it. Buy the expansion. Buy it for your friend. I've had it for two or three years, and it's the best value app I've ever bought. Um, I would play it, I would say, most days. Uh, there's a game going on, and once one ends, another one starts. And it's one of these games that you can play with your friends, and you look at your phone, and there's a an alert to say, oh, it's your turn. And when you want, you take your turn. Of course, you do get like three texts from the other people saying, oh, come on, take your turn <laughs> um, if you let it go too long. Um, the other one, stuff on your phone, like there's, to me anyway, there's a, a quite a big divide between apps on your phone and apps on your, your PC or your Mac because apps on your phone are always available. They're real kind of... Uh, I don't know, toilet time games. Um, you can bang out, you know, you can bang out a turn in, in quick order um, while you're, you're, you know, while you're listening to the, the lift music. Stuff on your, on your PC can be a little bit more, um, now it can take a little bit longer because you have to have your PC on and, and so on. I'll tell you what game I'm really impressed with. It's still in early access. It's a GMT game is Labyrinth mm. War and Terror. And Labyrinth War and Terror, similar to Twilight Struggle, which I'm a big fan of. It's a two-player game, but the two sides are very different. Twilight Struggle, Russia and America, very similar kind of play. Labyrinth War and Terror, you have the jihadists who uh, are trying to get, you know, trying to dethrone the Americans. Then you have the Americans that are trying to kind of clean things up and, and stop them. 
and it's a very interesting game. It takes a long time for me anyway. Uh, I, I play GMT games. I'm not like a complete GMT head and I don't play it as much as I'd like, but it took me a good while to learn the rules and to kind of get my head around it. I'm a little, it's a coin game. Mm-hmm. I'm a little intimidated by coin games, but I just need to play more of them, I think. I think it's probably something yeah. down my alley. It, sorry, it's not a coin game, but it's a GMT game. It's it's kind of, it's not a counterinsurgency game, but I absolutely understand you. Coin games, I've learned coin games and forgotten them and learned them and forgotten them. And I think I'm still at that kind of, it's under the soil, my knowledge of coin games, and it takes a while to get back into them. They are, for me anyway, the hardest games I play, and uh, but they're worth it. No, I, I agree. It's if you can get through the grizzle of those games, you'll find you know a fantastic kind of experience. Played Cuba Libra a few months back, and it was a hard slog to get into it. All the other people were big into GMT games, but we hadn't played it before. But the last hour of the game was out of this world. It was just this this distillation of uh, gaming goodness, and you know at the end of it, we all just looked at each other and went. That was an amazing experience. You know, that was well worth the effort. So if you were to, to rate the top two online uh, platforms that you would recommend to people who are either new to gaming or new to online gaming, what would be the two that you would recommend? I would recommend above and beyond everything else, Tabletop Simulator, mm-hmm. just for the amount of things you can get on it. Um, and it's, I think it's the standard now for it. After that, I would look at apps. Uh, I, I Well, if you want a platform, Tabletopia, you know, it's fine. Um, it's a little bit more expensive and so on. But for me, the, the tip top there is, even though it can be a little bit rough around the edges, uh, there are a few keys that are worth, it's worth learning the keys mm-hmm. uh, because there's lots of kind of shortcut keys and so on that make your life a lot easier. But it's just a variety. Um, it's 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 like a, an operating system for online board games, um, uh, far and beyond everything else. But what people miss out on and what's really important is your communication software. I know we're talking on Zoom and so on, um, but what you want is a good audio communication software. We use Discord, which is um, something that's free and was developed for playing online shooters and so on where you communicate with your team and it integrates very well with tabletop simulator so so far for me that's been the one what about you this is historic this is an historic <laughs> time I, I knew it would happen one day we actually agreed 100 percent on something okay. i agree with you yeah. i think if you're gonna go with any one platform i would probably say tabletop simulator uh, it, it is stream. You can also buy uh, Scythe and other games, you know, on stream so that you have that available too. But just the vast majority of games that are out there, and there are light games, there are heavy games, there's everything in between. Any taste can be really satisfied there based on what type of game you like. I agree. And and just there's a um, shortcut list that you can find on the internet. Print one out. It will save you loads of time. Because it tabletop simulator is not the cleanest of UIs, and mm. then secondly, I would also say app based. You know, find a few apps yeah. that you really like. They're going to run you four to ten bucks, and 
they are going to allow you not only to learn the game on an AI before you play anybody, but then you can play online with other people. And so I think really those are the two. I agree. Get a good audio um, uh, software like Discord or Zoom. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they'll have communication issues. That's fine. But you know what? I, I, I 100% agree. That's It's really kind of sad. So there you go, folks. Uh, you know, Vic and I finally agree on something. I'm sure we will we, we, we'll ruin this soon. There's two quick points I might just make. Uh, one is any interface is not the place to learn a game. Uh, if you look at Tabletop Simulator, it's kind of like interacting with a board game with one arm tied behind your back. And it's not the easiest place to explain a board game to someone else. Now, it's a shift in thinking and so on. You can do it. Like we've done it on, on our Thursday night games where one player goes, OK, you do this and this. But it's not as slick as being able to do it face to face. So there's a, a, a change there. And the other thing is bandwidth. Mm. Um, yeah, like good point. I have friends who are suffering from bandwidth problems. They live out in the country, or you know, or they just don't have a good bandwidth service. And you know, I, I've mentioned this before. The, the, I heard that good bandwidth can be cured with little blue pills. Is that true? <laughs> if that was the solution, <laughs> I would have done it years ago. Yeah, no, I used to live out in the country, country, and get bandwidth. I remember having DS. Or what was it? Uh, ISDN to try and get reasonable bandwidth and people, you know, I, I spent 10, 15 years living there. And when I left, you know, I was just so happy to move to an area that had actual broadband. Um, I don't think I came out of my room for a few days. And there are loads of options out there. Maybe there's not where you live. I, I mean, at the moment, I'm I'm broadcasting here over 4G. Uh, but I mean, we're kind of lucky in Ireland insofar as there's less and less black spots where you can't get reasonable broadband. You do need about 10 megs or so. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm sure Washington's pretty good for broadband over there. Our broadband's pretty good. I'm on a cable modem. Uh, I got 75 mm. megabits per second upload and download. So I'm fine. I was playing a game yesterday with someone in, um, an excerpt of Chicago, and they were actually having issues. They got booted off a tabletop uh, simulator uh, because mm. they their internet just swamped. Now, now what is happening, um, at least in the United States, is because everybody is working from home, uh, a lot of the brand, broadband companies are struggling to keep up with the, the demand on their networks. And so you do run into data situations like that here. I've been fortunate. Mm. I've not hit that. Uh, in the DC area, since it is government, um, typically around 6 p.m., uh, the workload and the demand on the networks drops precipitously. So for me, if I do anything after, say, six o'clock uh, on a weekday, you know, it's mm-hmm. or five o'clock on a Friday, usually there's plenty of bandwidth to go around. So I've, I've been pretty good. So that's a really good point, though. If you if you don't have good bandwidth, if or if one of your players doesn't have good bandwidth. It causes problems, and you can see things being kicked off. And I've certainly seen that with some of my uh, friends in the Chicagoland area where their internet just seems to, like, yeah, I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm going to go out and get a deep dish pizza, and I'll come back when I'm re- damn well and good and ready. So, and that is Simon in a nutshell. So, with that, <laughs> once again, it's always good to see you, sir. And I'm glad you're surviving this pandemic uh, with, a, with a cheer and a smile. 
and uh, we'll, we'll I'll be talking to you real soon, actually, because our our next podcast that we're going to record in two days, believe it or not, has another special guest. Yes, yeah, we I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, I will do my best to be a good interviewer, um, not insult, and you know, not not be myself, basically, <laughs> to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, no, it's always good to see you, Philip. And beer's looking good. Thank you. You know, you need to get that out there. We need seven stages of Philip. Um, you know, <laughs> this is it. Yeah, go. You know, with the hobo look at the very end. You know, that's that's it. That's that's up and coming. I I do believe that we should move to hairdressing. There's going to be a massive market for our skills that we don't have yet, and we got time to learn. Yep, yeah, certainly. Certainly, it's going to be. Uh, there's going to be high demand on that. Uh, certainly, within the first two to three months out of the gate. And with that, for people who want to reach me, they can reach me on Twitter at the at sign board game rabbi. They can reach me on Instagram with the at sign X Wall Street guy. And they can reach me via email at philip at genericboard.com. And they can also reach me on Facebook. Just go to the board game group. I'm one of the admins there. And, you know, you throw a rock and you'll probably hit me. Where can they reach you? They can reach me if they look for NaveCon, that's K-N-A-V-E, Con. Uh, just do a Google, you'll find me. Um, usually Facebook's the easiest place to find me, and I'm always willing to chat. So, Philip, lovely chatting to you. It looks nice and sunny where you are. It looks nice and dark where I am, but it was sunny. So I'm going to wish you a happy evening, and uh, we'll be talking again on, on Sunday. I wish you a happy evening, and like we always like to, as we like to end these particular podcast always be gaming vic always be gaming philip and i will see you soon in person